It's Friday night, 7 o'clock. Time for the sports phone. All right, Friday night, 7 o'clock, time for another edition of the Sports Phone here on KZYX. Jerry is in this, excuse me, I keep saying that in the third person, but I am Jerry, I am in Portland, uh, I guess it'd be technically the second person. Jim is in the Philo studio. Jim, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. You back in your office or are you still at the Sports Phone bar? Oh, no, that's a, that's a only group the show thing only. When I am on my own, I'm in my office, I'm in my heated office at my desk with my I'm in full radio mode, so to speak. Multiple uh, the, the sports phone bar is a is a is an exception to that when you are up here visiting, or there's two people doing the show from up here. All right. So, so what do you think? I mean, I, I, I'm an old guy. Do you think? And, and I, I don't want to down KZOAX. I mean, they, they let us do the sports. Oh, phone. God, I, we I, have to be down. Oh, Jesus, I love it. But with more options, more ways to donate, do you get more money? I think you get what the, you're giving people options. Okay. You know, yeah, right. it, it, I think it's a you're making you're making it more convenient, right? I think there's a convenience in just being able to enter a phone number and you know get it going that way. So it's, yeah, I think I don't think it can hurt. I think you're definitely opening up more doors. This, so that's that this, would be my. If there's so my, many my, ways my, to watch like, sports uh, now. There's a million ways to watch sports. I don't watch them anymore just because it's more convenient. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's true, but that's a little yeah. All right. I don't know. I, I don't think it can hurt. No, no, I, I agree. I'm 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 just small talking here, Jer. For sure. Yeah. So All uh, right. Well how about we Welcome everybody to the Sports Mode. Jim, how you doing? Outside of that, uh you were back to work this week for you for the first time just in, complete, in some time. I didn't I didn't uh, really wade into it. I sort of took a dive off the high high board. I went back with a brand new seven week old right hip and uh I worked a full week this week. For me. That's pretty good. And as I've always said, going into work as a chiropractor is like resting comparing to do all the farm work at home. So, well, I mean, you've come back from injuries before in different ways. You know, I think all true. athletes have gone through that. How'd it feel? A little rusty? A little rusty in the chiropractic office? You did shake that off or right back no, into it? Like, it's, 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 it's like that, you know, I got up, I get up, up out of the chair and I've, I, I'm still remembering how hard and how much it hurt just to get out and greet a patient. I'm bouncing up out of that chair, walking up to the nice. front, smile on my nice. face, standing up straight. The whole staff likes me better now. Nice. Love it. Love it. No, Love it's it's going well. It's going well. But better than I thought after this at this stage. That's really good to hear. Let's talk sports. All right. Let's talk sports. So if you are new to the sports phone, that's exactly what we're going to be doing for the next oh, 54 minutes and change. Um, very simply put, this is an open forum sports talk show. Uh, Jim and I are big sports fans. We've been players, coaches, fans all over the place. Uh, and we like to talk about sports and we like to spend the this hour once a week talking about sports with you, the the listening audience. Um we like to open up the phone lines. That's the most important thing. We want you, the listeners, to drive the show. We don't care what the topic is. It can be pro, high school, college, rec league, whatever it is, wherever it is. If you want to talk about it, you can give us a call, 707-895-2448 to start talking sports with us. Uh, we're working on a guest for this week. Uh, kind of fell through last second, so we're going to go straight into the phone lines. And again, that number is 707-895-2448, so please give us a call. If you've got anything you want to talk about going on 
in the world of sports. Uh, Jim, any other little housekeeping? Anything you want to start with for this evening? I got an interesting call today that got me talking, you know, talking more sports. Um, I got a call from a hometown friend today. Mm-hmm. And I started emailing about, hey, remember that game when our center got punched in the face? And and just, sorry, context, hometown being Jamestown, James, New York. Jamestown, New York. Yep. And, I, you know, it, it wasn't until after I, he was commenting on um, a college friend of mine. A lot of people that are really into football have heard of Dave Jennings. He changed. He was one of the best punters ever in, 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 the, in, um, in, in the NFL. And he, I, he was my roommate on the road as a college basketball player. This is an interesting story. He never played college football. He just tried out to be the punter, got hired by the Giants. After He's a 6'5 forward on my basketball team, and I roomed with him on the road. We were pretty close friends. Mm-hmm. He ends up getting drafted by the Giants, and this is the guy that changed the way... I don't know how old you were, Jer. Do you remember a change when... There was more to punting than just than just how far it went. There, there's hang time now. There's angle. There's out of bounds. There's mm-hmm. all these different ways to rate a good punter, and it was yeah. because of this guy that they had um, that they, they made those changes. And he became an all-pro punter, died at a young age. Um, rest in peace for Dave Jennings. May be considered one of the most substantial punters of all time. He played his whole career for the Giants. It, it's, it's funny. Uh, me and uh, my roommate from college, Chad Swan, friend of the show, who's uh, been on the show I built one time as a, as a guest host when, when you were out of commission, yeah. we have a running joke between the two of us that if, if either of us ever have kids, we're going to immediately give them a football to start kicking and just turn them into a kicker or a punter. Because it, it, it can't be that difficult, right? Just get now. It's a joke, right? Obviously, kicking and punting it. in the NFL is, is difficult. But that's like the thing is like, why didn't we think of that? Why didn't we just start kicking a football when we were a kid? I tried, but, but I, wouldn't, know, I tried. Obviously, but it wasn't. obviously, there's a lot more to it than that. 707 895 2448. And just finishing up this small talk, that friend of mine who I, I've been emailing back and forth, he owns two radio stations yeah, <laughs> i mean so cool. um i don't even know what those local these are local am radio stations as far as i know i don't even know if they have sports i'd love to hear if those radio stations even have sports my guess is they might broadcast live sports but i, I don't mm-hmm. know what uh where yeah. are we going today how about this day in sports well, well, speaking of live sports, oh, okay. uh, you oh. made a commitment that you were going to do something, and I feel like we're 10 minutes into the show and you haven't done it yet. So, okay, okay. We'll, start, we'll start there. So I think, I think we should start with that, and then we can kind of progress into the rest of the show. Let's wait and see how far we got. We got a very special situation going on. Most, most fans that aren't listening, <laughs> there might be a lot of sports fans that aren't listening to the sports phone because the Giants and the Dodgers are playing right now. It's the end of the second yeah. inning. I am going to keep you posted on the um, the score: the Giants versus the Dodgers. It's two nothing Giants in the end. The end of the second inning. So, uh, do you do you want to do you want to mention? Uh, you want to talk about the Giants and the Dodgers? There's a lot of special weird stuff that goes on between those two teams. Yeah, I, I think we can dive right into that. I, I think as a starting point for that. I mean, we've had plenty of callers that are big 
big Giants fans. Oh, yeah. um, I I have a couple friends that are you know huge Dodgers fans. I mean, one a mutual friend of ours uh, is a huge Dodgers fan. You know, him and his daughter have you know a lot of roots in L.A. We know mm. that they're huge Dodgers fans. Um, we're you know I have plenty of friends that are that are Giants fans. We've been to plenty of Giants games. I, this is as good a rivalry as, as anything else in sports, like I think as a starting point. So to see them in the playoffs after they both had such great regular seasons it is is really cool. So before I ca- we kind of go into the, the facts or the nuggets or anything like that that are fun about this, um, I guess, Jim, did you have anything you wanted to add just to the fact that it's the Giants and the Dodgers in the playoffs? Yeah, well, people out here sort of scoff at the idea. I mean, we, if you grew up where I grew up, there's there's only a close second to the biggest rivalry in sports, and that's the Yankees and the Red Sox. But people out here sure. do it the other way around. They say the, the the Red Sox and the Yankees are second, and the Dodgers Giants rivalry is first. And when you realize they used to be in the same town, my goodness! I mean, they used to both be in New York. I mean. It's 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 phenomenal what what goes on between. No wonder they're big rivals. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so what made this series so interesting? And Jim brought this to my attention. I I was not fully aware of it. So Jim, I'll I'll give you the opportunity to, to kind of explain this. Uh, not only is it the Dodgers and the Giants division rivals playing in the playoffs, there's a very unique element to this that makes it a special playoff series. Well, the unique element is is, and there's so many asterisks and and reasons for this mm-hmm. um that n- make it interesting but the giants and the dodgers are playing for the first time ever in the history of baseball in in the structured postseason playoffs for the first time and at first you know that that sounds like uh like how could that be you know um but it turns out it's like the Yankees and the and the and the Red Sox. They're in the same American League or National League, and until 1969, only one of those teams could get into the playoffs. And I, I never looked right. at it that right. way until I started thinking about it. That's when they split off in divisions. Now they have, since 1969. What amazes me is they've never that they've never played each other. Well, I mean, and even at, and even at that point in in 1969, it was the east versus the west division winner so even at that point they couldn't play against each other in the playoffs because it was just the winner of each division played against each other and they then were... they started adding more to it and that that's when it became a possibility that just didn't kind of come through until now but but it's really cool i, I think like that's one of the great things about the yankees and the red sox is there's so many memorable playoff memories for that series it's almost really its own kind of unique thing that's really interesting that the, yeah. the Giants and the Dodgers have never played in the playoffs up until now, unless you want to get like a little kind of technical way that there's some technicalities. They kind of played in a playoff series in 1951 and 1962. And also, I think, what was the other one? In 1889. Um, but those were not really post-seat like playoff games. So it's really cool, uh, you know, as I don't really have a, a, a horse in the race because, you know, I'm not the biggest baseball guy, but I think it's really cool that this rivalry is getting to be on the national stage and, and get to kind of be in the in the in front of everybody. And they're, and they're arguably the two best teams in baseball. You know, they had two. I think they had the two best records, if not two of the best records in you, baseball. So you, you, it's really cool. You know, you, it's, you it, know it's, me. It's, I, good, I, it's good for the sport. I like when the Giants are in the playoffs. Um, mm-hmm. I think I've. 
I don't know if we had a whole segment about this once, but I like to root against teams, not just for my team. Like, right. like I enjoy watching the Warriors as much as I enjoy watching the Lakers because I love to see the Lakers win and I love to see the Warriors lose. So it doesn't matter who the Warriors are playing. I like watching the Warriors play because I have something in the game. So that's how I feel about the Giants. I'm a Yankee fan. You know, the Giants left New York. And I don't want them to win, but I love watching the Giants play and following their team. So, mm-hmm. so I don't know. Is that called negative cheering? I don't know. I'm not booing nah, anybody. I, I, I don't. I'm not sure what I would call it, but it's still. Uh... It's something, but it's, it, I'm not sure what I would call it there for specifically. 707-895-2448. Give us a ring if you want to talk about anything going on in the world of sports. It can be at any level. It doesn't have to be Giants, Dodgers. It can be whatever you want to talk about. 707-895-2448. Speaking of uh, this evening, it is Friday, October 8th. Jim, why don't you tell me something that happened today in the world of sports? This day in sports, October 8th in eight. 18- 1818 October 8th 1818 This one jumped right as out As far back as the list would go It was the first one on the list for for October yeah. October 8th Yeah And and this one just just amazed me I I I thought I never thought this would happen It was the first time in in the boxing must go back a long time cuz this was a substantial change in boxing This is when they started using padded gloves The first boxing match used plat um, padded gloves, October eighth of eighteen eighteen. You think they did it just so the the so uh, the matches would last longer? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. Like what the the logic was for adding padded gloves. Um, there, there's a trivia question for our listeners. I'm wondering if we're going to be slow tonight because of the Giants Dodgers. I can't. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but um, uh, there's a question. Why did uh, why did boxing bring on gloves? Besides, is there is there is it was it only for safety or was it just? I mean, the the, the obvious. An- I mean, like the, the answer I found is not great because it just said it was used to soften blows. But obviously, padded gloves would soften blows. But why? Right? Is the is the question? My 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 guess, like maybe it was because they were trying to make the sport safer. Um. Yeah, I, right. I, but I, I don't know. Like it's it, boxing is a is a sport that's very kind of off my radar. Um, but so I, I could I could see that though what you said. Well, it's like a way to extend the sport and make it make it make every match longer. Um, Man, it must. I don't know. Maybe they got some... to a point where there was just too many deaths, and there was like we need to fix that <laughs> or something like that. That's Hello, caller. Caller, we got a caller. You're on the air. All right, love the sports phone. <laughs> what Let's you... go Giants. So you're Giants. So you're caught up on the Giants. It's two nothing. What do you got for us? Oh man, just uh, yeah. Anybody that's ever been punched in the face, no bat. You know, you know how bad it hurts. So I can't believe they used to box without gloves. That just seems insane. Maybe they wanted it more um, technical. Maybe they wanted it more about the sport of boxing than just less blood, but more technical, more judging. I don't know. You, sounds like you know more yeah. boxing than me. Yeah, I don't know. Um, just uh, there's some political stuff. I was listening to NPR today, and they were talking about Saudi Arabia um, buying some professional soccer teams, um, which was kind of interesting. Talking about 
uh, politics and human rights violations with sports. I'm not going to get into it. All I will say is uh, watching my five-year-old play soccer is so awesome and refreshing because there's no uh, politics. There's no money. It's just all pure. It just goes back to what makes sports so amazing. And you think about professional and how all the professional people started, you know, when they were like four and five years old. So I recognize uh, I recognize your voice, and Jerry just um, confirmed it for me. <laughs> I've got to ask you: we we featured you, I believe, and and the mom of your kid. We've been waiting yeah. for you to call back. You called his for his first soccer game. What happened? And was it as fun as you expected? Oh my, yeah. It, it it was probably like when you watch Jerry play sports. You know, as a father, yeah. Just as a parent, you know, watching your favorite thing in the world be so excited, and probably your second favorite thing, sports. You know, mixing it together. Yeah. It, it was un. It was unbelievably fun and. <laughs> You know, like like five year olds running around, and I, I mean, it just it just fills your heart with joy in a world that can be uh, sad and frustrating at times. So it it was unbelievable, um, Jim. It was just it was so much fun. I remember it was one of my first. Um Coaching days with Jerry, and, and boy, not the um, definitely wasn't the last. I coached Jerry in every game, every basketball game he played from sixth grade till twelfth, summer, winter, well, uh, a lot of games. <clears throat> and I think one of the earliest, Jerry, was one of the earliest teams you ever on that that's six or eight year old soccer team. That was Corners before- of the Mouse. That was our sponsor. Oh, Corners of the Mouth was our Corners sponsor. of the Mouth in Mendocino was our sponsor. Oh, gosh, first Mendocino. Team I ever oh my on. God. In, in Mendocino, that is so, that's awesome. Oh, that's Corners awesome. Yeah, we, we played we still... played in a Fort Bragg league. Yeah, of course. But yeah. Corners Coast, of the Mouth was our sponsor. Coast Youth Soccer. And I believe yeah. it's a, back then in Coast Youth Soccer, if we had a bunch of kids from Mendo, because of for practice, it, it, they would let us be on the same team for six. Yeah, years. yeah, we were. It was very similar to what happened in Little League that those couple of years where the Mendo kids were all on a team together. Yeah, that 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 yeah. was fun. The Coast Youth Soccer let us do that. You yeah. know, so five year olds was it six on six soccer? Is that how many were on the twelve total yeah. on the field? Yeah, yeah. So so six on six, no goalies. Um, <laughs> you know, and they're just getting sort of the idea of it. The you know, sort of working on the fundamentals, but just, uh, you know, building in that, that excitement, uh, mm-hmm. love for sports and then, and, and then working on teamwork and listening to the coach. And it's just, you know, it's just all the good fundamentals that you're hoping so they to incorporate they, into your kids, you know, so yeah. that they become good human so beings. You think basically <laughs> they, they all knew which direction to kick the ball. They knew to kick it, try to kick it in the goal. Well, but, they they do, but then at halftime, you know, you can imagine the chaos. They switch goals. So they, yes. You know, so I'm telling my son, I'm like, okay, now you're going the other way. And, yeah, you know, it it's just, 
I mean, it's short. I, I, I think it's like 20, 30 minutes max because they're yeah. little little people and you don't want to burn them out. Um, but, it, oh, my, it, it's just so much fun. It's like, so, it just, so, it really, every time you watch it, here's one it for, makes you remember where all the pro sports came from. Yeah, go ahead. I got too much for well, this one. I, I was going to say, caller, to, to, to confirm the possibilities of confusion about at halftime you switch directions. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and this is 100% true. Jim can confirm this. Uh, when I, when we were coaching Mendocino high school together. So when I was in college, um, and we were coaching the basketball team, we had a trick play that we would run coming out of halftime where we would convince the other team that they were going the same direction they were going in the first half and we would get an uncontested layup and it worked on multiple occasions. Mm -hmm. So that confusion is real, even at the high school level about going the right direction to start the second half. So you're worried about oh burnout. Goodness. You're worried about burnout with five year olds. There's a question for Doc, Doctor Patty, <laughs> sports phone doctor. If Doctor Patty's listening, how, how long can a uh, five year old play soccer before they need extended rest periods? <laughs> I'm well, guessing. You know, I'm guessing they, they need to rest for about twelve seconds every two hours. <laughs> yeah, know. all I know, you know, not from a because I'm not a doctor, but I know that. He sleeps good at night after. Oh, say so yeah, it's game. it's nap time on the way back in the car after the game. Oh, it's yeah, nap time. Yeah. At that I point. mean, we're we're playing in Fort Bragg and then driving back to Mendocino. Not a huge distance, but you know, it. Yeah, when when he gets home, he's, we are, we he's, are always. I love it. We're I always going it. from Fort Bragg or Mendo back to Comptry, and Jerry always fell asleep. He fell asleep oh, on the like school bus yeah. after practice. Well, I just, I just love your show. I wanted to call in again. I just, you know, I didn't. We've been waiting. We've been waiting for this call. I, 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 have you by any chance? Have you heard the the Quiet Drive promo that Jerry and I made for the sports phone? I, I told I I told my baby mama I was like, oh my gosh, I heard Jim and Jerry, and we made it on the promo. Exactly. I just wanted to make so. sure you heard that. Thanks so much. This was one of my special special uh, segments uh, of this year is you know covering your son's first soccer game okay well we're not every we listen every week <laughs> and we have for a long time but it you know we'll call in and check in in a couple weeks but just love this show you guys are awesome thank you oh yeah we're gonna we're gonna need updates we're gonna need up i need to know when that first hat trick happens i need that first three goal <laughs> performance Okay, I will definitely, I will definitely let you know. Thanks for the call. Thank you. Uh, really appreciate thank you guys it. so much. Well, that I've, I've been waiting for for that call, and um, mm-hmm. it's sort of cool that they they noticed that we put that on our promo. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, that was fun. You soccer was a good time. I started like a little bit older than that. I think I started like I think it was the under like eight. nine or ten year old, something like that. Um, I believe it was an under eight team that you played on. Um, possible because we were playing at least like eight on eight nine on nine it wasn't no, it, no, it was, and it was on team. a larger field too it was a full team it was full size it was 11s at that point yeah, yeah and um you know it was a special team we we had monica as, as a coaching i yeah, might have been her assistant that's right yeah I'm, i think yeah I'm, yeah and i mean we had the the Abelsons. And, yeah, it was a fun, fun team oh, for man. sure. Yeah. Uh, 707-895-2448. Give us a ring if you want to talk about anything sports related. 707-895-2448. And about halfway. 
you're on the sports phone. Hello, is that me? You're on. That's you. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you East Coast people, man. I tell you, <laughs> you think it's all East Coast. Uh, no, no, no. You know, the Yankees won what? 26 World Series in the 86 years that the Boston Red Sox went dry. They've only won nine. You know, there's, the Saints have won eight. The Dodgers have won seven. And the Yankees I, that's have... a little closer, better rivalry. You know, the October 3rd, 1951 home run by Bobby Thompson in the three-game playoff, that's considered the... The greatest, the greatest moment in sports history, and the greatest call in radio history. I mean, come on, guys, really? I have no idea I, what I, you're talking. I about. can't. I can only say that any East Coaster would probably argue that Aaron Boone's home run is the greatest call in, in postseason you, you, history. You, you, yeah, the I also say Bucky Dent was was a great home run too, but. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's there's like there's like twenty something since eighteen eighty three. There's twenty something games difference between the two. Giants yeah. have them by like you know twenty two games since eighteen eighty three. Oh, you they, mean total been rivals in the same state since eighteen eighty three? I mean, when did the Yankees come on? When did the American like what nineteen oh one? I mean, they had a rivalry going on before 17, 18 years before the Yankees were even thought of. And they were the Baltimore team. Now, come on. So, Jerry, are <laughs> I mean, we giving... I give you great, but, you know, Okay, come on. all right. So this is the greatest you know, rivalry I mean, of all time? I mean, I to tease you guys, kind of. But I, I'd like to know your guys' opinion and get your guys' thoughts on uh, uh, the price of Mr. Wiggins' integrity at $15 million. And how many other NBA non-vaccine, anti-vaccine people are going to sell their integrity for how much once they start realizing they aren't going to be able to play in New York and San Francisco and pretty soon probably L.A. and other places? That That's that's going to be a big bugaboo pretty soon, you know, because he was the most vocal. And I had to go, somebody told me, and I actually had to go watch his you know press conference thing the man should be ashamed of himself. But anyway, for, for yeah, because yeah, I know a basketball game is your forte. You're saying, so, you yeah, say tell me, me, what do you think? You're saying he should be ashamed of himself for caving? No, I'm saying, I'm saying, if you're gonna, if you're gonna have integrity, oh, which means you you go by a, a personal moral code and you adhere to it. It's just like Tucker Carlson and all the fixed news people going anti-vaccine, but their Fox News uh, vaccine requirements are more, more draconian than the government's. Okay, if you're gonna if you're gonna do that stuff, then you're gonna have to stand up and, and make sure you do it all the way, or you're just going to be another blah blah. I the the thing that I I think is really interesting about this situation and, and for a little bit of a background on this with the so the nba announced a couple of weeks ago that I, I think last i i heard in terms of announcements they are as a league the players are 95 percent uh vaccinated yeah right um and right. they're however you know with there being five percent of the league not vaccinated yet there have been some names that have come out that have 
I, I would say they tried to fight the league's vaccine mandate, right? In, in a lot of different ways. And right. the two big names that have come out, and there's Wiggins, been other ones, Wiggins but the two big ones have been Andrew Wiggins. Wiggins. Seem to be the, the two big ones right. yep. for me. Right. Those are the, those are the so. two big ones. Um, and the reason those two are as big as they are, uh, and that then then I'll give you my my thoughts on the whole thing, caller. But the reason this is as big as as they are for people that are maybe not as aware of the situation, New York. And San Francisco, which are the two cities where Kyrie Irving and Andrew Riggins play their home games, have made an announcement that in all indoor events, you cannot enter the arena if you are not vaccinated. So players, essentially, players Andrew Riggins and Kyrie Irving are not a well now now just Kyrie Irving, but at the time, Andrew Riggins also was not going to be able to play in home games for the Brooklyn Nets. So basically chop off 42 games of the season. Um, right. My initial... <laughs> right, right. My, my initial thought on the whole thing, Caller, was... I, I, the, the thing that I found so bizarre about it to me was how the players were trying to make this like a privacy issue, if that makes sense. Because like Irving very early on in this whole thing... He was like, I, I don't want to talk about this. My choice to get vaccinated or not is a private matter. I'm not going to talk about it in public. And I just remember talking to Jim about it and, and seeing other people. It's like, this is very much a public issue because <laughs> if you. you don't get to play in your home games, it's very clear you have not been vaccinated. <laughs> so I guess the thing like at a very high level for me with this whole thing has been, what are they trying to accomplish? The, the NBA is not going to change its mind. Like they're not gonna. They made that very clear. Wiggins tried to get an exemption; it didn't work. I, I just don't understand right. what the end goal is for 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 some of these players. Like they're not the NBA in these cities are not going to change their rules. So what's the point? No, like what no. are you trying to and, do? And they aren't. They're going to lose. They're going to lose in the lawsuit because right. so this exactly. is what people don't get. And this is where I not. I'm going to jump a little bit on a soapbox and jump off very quick because it sounds like somebody else is trying to call. Um, okay, go ahead. You know, is the fact that people don't get it is, yes, it's your personal choice, but, okay, these are your options. You don't have to take the vaccine, then you don't play in the games, you lose money. That's your personal choice. We're not putting pressure on you. We're telling you these are your options. Don't whine and complain and stay, well, you're, you're making me compromise my principles. No, you're choosing to compromise your principles for money. That's what it's really all about. And, and you know, it's, that's what people need to realize all over in all sports is it's the fact that, you know, hey, no, it's not just you. If you were in your home or by yourself or with your family, yeah, that's a private matter. But once you step into the public arena, it is a public matter. That's my opinion. That being a yeah, cancer, you know, cancer patient and going gone through chemotherapy last year. It was amazing, amazing the narcissism involved with this. Okay, enough said. The next question I had about the NBA was, so I just read that all these different things that they're going to be testing for, they won't be testing for marijuana. Yeah. Really? I never heard that. But yes, yeah. no. No, they, so, I guess they're finally realizing and subtly recognizing um, the actual analgesic qualities when it comes to gym. You may like this um, arnica and CBD for your hip. Yeah, yeah. I use it on my knees. Um, the analgesic qualities that CBD, uh, THC tinctures, et cetera, have. 
that do show up in the blood. So, so it's kind of interesting. It's kind of yeah, interesting so, so to the, see what you know. It's kind of a tacit medical nod that yeah, it is kind. You know, they're acknowledging it. I, I don't know. I just found that interesting. Go ahead, Jer. Yeah. So 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 there's a few. Yeah, expansion is the wrong word. Um, this is an expansion of something that started in the Orlando bubble and has continued throughout since then. Uh When the NBA, yeah, when the NBA did the did the Orlando bubble season, they made an announcement that no, that players will not be subject to marijuana testing, and that is just that has continued. Now, a couple things to clarify about this, just to make sure. there's full context. Um, they have not, the NBA has not legalized it. They have simply said players will not be subject to random drug tests for it. So right, it's still on right. a prohibited list. And then the other element of that that I believe is the case, I know this is the case in baseball. I think it's the case in, in the NBA too. If you have previously tested positive, you are still subject to getting tested based on like whatever the rules were for when you got caught, you still have to do those tests. It's just future and like current random drug testing will not happen. So there are some wrinkles to it, but it's still a great step in the right direction. Right. Yeah. They're going to test for every, all the other stuff. I just, it was just kind of interesting. I had read it and I was like, okay, Hmm. I guess they're kind of, like I say, they're not, they're not endorsing it, but they're acknowledging that there might be some, you know, analgesic when it comes to the hips Can and I, the knees right. and the, the ankles and, you know. Boy, this yeah, is the, the way. So, sorry, Jim. I want to say one more one okay, more thing no, about go. this. The, the way you can read this, if you want to, and like this, I think a totally fair read of this is the NBA basically saying, if you don't make it our problem, we're not going to make it your problem. Right. right. Like that, okay. That's a way Very to. Cool. Read I don't this. want to tie up the phones. Thanks for the call. You got it. Yeah, you, you no, made thank some, you guys. Have you a made good some one. amazing thank points you. tonight. Um, yeah. Give me the name, and you know I apologize to Ms. Richardson. Her first name, the uh, the sprinter. I'm gonna need more here. Oh, the sprinter. Shakari. Uh, Shakari. I think it's Shakari. Yeah, Shakari Richardson. Richardson. Is this a slap in the face? She had to, she had to miss the entire Olympics because of some pot. I mean, it's it's a, it's you know it's the NBA and other pro sports leagues versus the International Olympic Committee and like how progressive they've been one way or the other. I, I don't know oh, if it's necessarily I, I, a slap in the face to her. I think it's more of a slap in the face to the you know the inner the Olympic committees that suspended her. Right, but uh, more than anything else, but like that, she's the one that didn't get to to play because of the, because of a rule that. She would have never even been tested for marijuana in the NBA, right? Isn't that what we're right. saying? Right. Yeah. There's huh. yeah. So there, there's no random drug testing, but it's still a banned substance. That's the in, in, the, the wrinkle. In too. two or quick questions, two or three questions that that gentleman had, the guy that just called, you could have a whole show on every question that yeah. he, he brought yeah. up. I do want to add it. I wanted you to go because I knew you had more detailed. He wanted details. He didn't just mm-hmm. want philosophy or, or opinions. Right. And and um, so I wanted to let you go there, but now that I got the the mic back, um, <clears throat> some of the interesting things here is, is um, some of the names that have stepped out. Hey, did you read uh, Kareem? We're back. Abdul- just to clarify here, we're back on the the, the NBA and this vaccine the, right. situation that they're in. Kareem yeah. Abdul Jabbar came out and very clearly considered maybe one of the most intelligent humans ever to play in the nba i mean uh 
I don't know. Call me. Yeah, uh, I think it's fair. Call yeah. me if you're a lawyer and you're in the NBA, or Bill Walton's probably in that category too. I uh, wouldn't call him very intelligent. Oh but come on! Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I'm jaded based on Bill Walton's color commentary that I have to listen to every year in college basketball. I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's more intelligent than that. Let's on. Kareem said very clearly, "This is a team sport. If you don't get vaccinated and you put your team in jeopardy, you should be thrown off the team." He did not like come in at any angles with this. I don't have the right. exact quote, right. but he just said that. And the other, I heard this comic, I had to say it, um, th- this comic talk about this issue, and he, and they, and he said, hey, all, all these, you know, this was when Wiggins hadn't committed yet and Kyrie Irving w- w- was still given his, this is a privacy issue and I need to do my research first. And this comic got in and said, do your research first. Are you kidding me? This has yeah. been going on for 19 months. Yeah. And it, you got a game in two weeks and you're doing yeah. your research now? I mean, come on. And and really, you're doing your research. You, you went one year to, to college and you're playing the NBA. And, and you know, the people making the, these decisions are PhDs in, in in viruses and medical doctors specializing in viruses. Hello, you're on the air. Thank you. I needed to be shut up. Oh, uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm double dipping. I just love that comment about Bill Walton. Um, <laughs> let me tell you, I've, I've smoked pot and taken psychedelics with him at many a dead show. He oh. is no dummy. Oh, I know. that. That's what Oh, I, yeah. And, and like is. I said, I, I, but, I think know, he's I probably think a lot more intelligent. Uh, if you if you go back, and I bet you if you look at a lot of speech patterns of very, very tall, you know, pituitary-type individuals, they have similar speech patterns. Hmm. Yeah. Well, it, I, I it, will it, say this. It, it, you know, color, I, I, think I know what you mean. I sometimes not guarantee you. We wanted to reach down his throat and pull his freaking words out, but... <laughs> you know, I, I just I just had to call back. I I'm sorry. I just yeah, Bill Walton. No, oh, you're fine. Me, I'll tell you that. I sat behind him in a few. No Jerry, worries. I sat behind him in a few Jerry Garcia shows behind the the um behind the, the uh, behind the soundboard. He was always on the soundboard yeah. for the G- Garcia shows in those yeah. small theaters, and um, he was funny and sharp at all times. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. He just. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Thanks, so anyway, thanks for the call. Good night. See ya. He he is just, just a, he is the most entertaining college play by or color commentator in college basketball. I just don't think he's very good at it. But but he is very entertaining. I will absolutely give that. Like I said, I'm sure he's much more intelligent than than his color commentary lets on because that's my only real. I experience. never I never dreamed you'd get called out for that one, Jer. <laughs> uh, Jim, do you have a guess how much money Kyrie Irving has on the line? If he does not play in his uh, home games and then uh, the two road games uh, against the Knicks, which uh, would be a total of 44 games. I'm going with, and, and I think I saw it, but it might have been something else, $15.1 million? Uh, $17 million. $17 million. Now, this, okay, now, now you got me going. This is assuming that you allow him to play only away games. Not right. Practice, there, then then not, we get into the see. There's the vaccine part of this conversation. Then there's the basketball part of this conversation, and the basketball part of this is: Do the Nets let him play in 42 games or 40 40 games without it is. without practicing at home? Not being right. you can't not, practice. Can't he, travel with the team. Yeah, <laughs> there's all it, kinds of stuff. 
Yeah, that that's a really odd part of this, and, and I, I don't think they would let him do that. Um, there is one element to this, as much as I think we're on the same side. The Kyrie Irving's kind. Of, if this is a weird thing for him, where it's like, again, like you, this is this can't be a private issue, right? You're either going to play, or you're not going to play. Right, right, you're either right. going to get vaccinated and play, or you're not. There's no middle ground here. Right. I, I do think it's worth acknowledging. There's one kind of odd clause in these city mandates about oh, being right. vaccinated to attend uh, these events. And, and he has pointed that out. And I think this is a very fair point that these these uh, these mandates only apply to residents of the city. So now you're getting now, now you're getting crazier. That means the away team can come and play and not be vaccinated, right? And so that's been talked about. And I and the reason this matters is these are not mandates about sports. These are mandates about indoor oh, events. Oh, that's right. That's right. These right. Are all and, and so they talk events. about it as yeah, they're yeah, talking yeah. about these road teams as performers. And so they basically said out of town performers can come perform. Whether so it's, whether it's a whether whether it's a play or a, or or a, a, concert, a concert or a basketball right. game right call so so it is i i do think on, and then we can get this call on I, I do think he has a fair point when he says well why do road players get to come and play in these games not vaccinated but i have to get vaccinated i think that's a reasonable fair conversation outside of that i i don't think he has anything to stand on call you're on the air what do you got yeah right they get to play with the same teammates that they can't play with at home on the road and give them COVID perhaps because they're not vaccinated. So if they're not vaccinated, they're not showing up for, for, for uh, practice and they're not showing up for home games and stuff. Well, you have no idea what they're doing when they're just on their own in their town where they choose not to be vaccinated in their life. It's, 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 it's unbelievable. And it's, it baffles me that, that anybody can think in terms like that. It's just like, no, you're not vaccinated. You don't get to play in our team, and that's going to cost you twice that amount. That's that's the what other I, way was going to. That's what I'm hoping is it. And l- let me just add, add to that is, I I think there's more of a chance that Kyrie Irving. You guys can hear me say this. Kyrie Kyrie Irving will choose to quit basketball because of this. Mm-hmm. He said many a times yeah. that basketball isn't his <clears throat> only favorite thing or there's more to his life. And I think he may use this as a reason to quit. Jer? Burton, what do you think? I mean... I mean, if you, do you need a reason? I mean... I don't know. People like this have made so much money, you know they don't have to stay in it for the money. Right. And so, but... but it, it, and he's Is done some stuff like I mean, this. I mean, look, people change careers, and they got their name and their reputation, and, you know, they invest in a perfume line or a shoe or something, and it's just their name put on it. They're not really working in a new career. They're just throwing their name and their, a little bit of their money at something to make a whole bunch more money. So at this point, who's he becoming a hero for? Maybe he wants to go into politics. Maybe he's an anti-vax kind of guy. Well, Maybe I, I think even beyond that, even even beyond that, I mean, it, it's important to remember, like Kyrie Irving's done some weird stuff before, right? Like this isn't this isn't out of the normal for him, just in the sense of like last year he took two weeks off, 
just took an unapproved two weeks off and was fined up almost a million dollars. And she's like, no, I just don't want to play for two weeks. So, so I, I, I would say like for him, I think it's more something like that than, oh, I'll just go get into business, something else. I think it's more just, if he doesn't, if he doesn't get his way, I, I'm with Jim. I could just see him be like, eh, I'm done. Whatever. That's, I, and, I really, and, everything. Because I, I think it shows that it's in his personality. My, the, one of the things I really like about this, and I want to know, and we'll never know this. I want Kevin Durant and James Harden to actually speak their mind on this and not give these, oh, we're just playing, the, you know, we're at practice, we're trying to get better, hopefully he shows up eventually. <laughs> I, I really want them to just, like, just just accidentally let something slip about how they really feel about this. Everything I've heard those two ever say is about playing ball and winning championships. Right. I know. Right, like, know. they put this team together I know. F- with him in mind, so I, I, I would imagine they are fuming Furious. behind the scenes. Yeah. Let me take another one. Burton, thanks for the call. Yeah, yeah, sure. I, I, it, it's weird to see these guys try to walk some kind of line and please everybody, <laughs> right. right? It's it's right. I know, and, and I know, I know. Yeah, it's yeah. nuts. Okay. Oh, we Good lost night. them. <clears throat> Let's see if they call back. 707-895-2448. Give us a ring. we got about 10 minutes and change left on the sports phone here. So give us a call, 707-895-2448. Yeah, it's just, I go back to what I said, like, what's the end game here? Like, you're, you, this is not a battle that you're going to win. And Andrew Wiggins realized that. He went and got vaccinated. So it's just like, what? If he, he has to have an end game outside of basketball. If he if he holds the, if he holds out and continues this. 707-895-2448. I'd love to get another caller in. Hello, you're on the sports phone. Hello, you guys there? Yep, you're on. Yeah. How you guys doing? Can you hear this one, Jer? Uh not well. Hello, you're on the sports phone. You're on the sports phone. Hi, I'm just calling in about um, you soccer. Oh, great. yeah, let's do it. <laughs> uh, I am from the Willits League, and I have a daughter that plays, and I just have to say it's the best thing in the world to watch those fo- under six players. Uh, she's under six? Yeah, she's five. <laughs> I love it. So I just a shout uh, first, out to first, all the little is, soccer players out there. It's just amazing to watch them play, and it's the best entertainment. And that's all I have. Is this her? Is this her first soccer experience? Like her first time playing organized soccer? Yes. So it's hilarious. Oh, I love she it. She gets lost, and she can't figure out sometimes where to go. But last week, she scored a goal, and oh, and <clears throat> but she didn't re- hardly realize, and then you know. And uh, Willis is our team was pretty small, so it's like only four on four. But anyway, it's just a great thing. And um, is is there no goalies in Willis youth soccer? No, is there no goalies? Yeah, for no you? goalies. It's just like more like a scrimmage. <laughs> you know, it's hilarious to watch. So anyway, it, just oh, I love it. Shout out, I love it. Thanks for the call. Thank you so much, Jim. Yeah. Jim, it's really funny that. Uh, Jim, that caller mentioned like her daughter having moments of confusion when she was playing. 
I think we have all played a sport at a time where the game was moving faster than we could comprehend it. And you just kind of, it would basketball, soccer, it doesn't matter the sport. And you're kind of just standing in the middle, just kind of watching the ball go back and forth. And you're not a hundred percent sure what you're supposed to be doing. I think the first time that hit me was because I had never seen it in, Mm -hmm. in, in the competitive high school level. The first time I ever saw volleyball was like, like at a college party or a high school party somewhere where we're just playing in someone's backyard and 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 I was lost I was it yeah. didn't take me too long to get pretty good at it because I was a jumper and a, and, a, and a good athlete but I remember I, yeah, I, you I, just I, have this moment of confusion <laughs> where you just have no idea what's going on and I, I can echo that caller in a way it's adorable and it's really funny uh but <laughs> really? great no, I Two youth soccer calls. I love it. One Fort Bragg and one Coast. No, that's actually called, let's give them credit. It's called the Mm -hmm. Coast Youth Soccer League. C-Y-S-L and Willits Youth Soccer. Didn't we talk to uh, the Ukiah guy about youth soccer once? Or were we talking about Uh, We spoke to, I wasn't specifically about youth soccer, but I believe believe we spoke to like the director of Ukiah's rec rec sports or something about. one One of the sports they were doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is that's you know that's a whole other beast compared to Mendocino or Willits or something like that. Which is- we have time for some more calls seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. The lines are are empty. We were just getting. I I think between those last couple callers and, and especially when Burton called in, he he announces his name, so I'm allowed to use his name. Um, <clears throat> I think we were forced to cover almost all the issues about these NBA players that aren't being vaccinated. Right. right. So yeah, to- it, it, total teams where you have to be vaccinated to be a player, a coach, to enter the coliseums of the world, to the concert venues home, of the home world. Home games. Home games. No, I, I'm saying what cities? Give me the total number oh, got, of cities. Oh, got it. Yeah. Uh, this is just New York, sports. New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco. And if we're talking about the NBA, Toronto is the other one. It's a no, well, again, we're not talking about the NBA. We're talking about cities that you have to be fully vaccinated. Right, 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 right. What's the level of to go indoors in any public arena of any kind? I, I, I'd i have to pull it up. I don't have the exact wording handy, but they've just called it indoor events. Okay. Well, that, that, yeah. Yeah. And, and, it's, and it's like I know L.A. has gotten even more like they basically just said if you want to go inside like a public indoor anything you have to show proof of vaccination i think at this point hello you're you're on the air is that me that's you hey jim hi jerry it's essay calling essay it's great to hear from you i'm glad i made it on to the show i listen every friday on my way home from philo love it jerry you do know this. thank you for the show i really appreciate it it's such a joy every friday driving home What's your favorite sport? What 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 kind of youth sports are you into right now? Basketball? I'm into watching. Yeah, you know, I'm into sports. I listen to. I watch Michigan football on Saturdays. Go blue. I was talking so, about as. Go ahead, Jer. Oh no, essay. I, I was going to say just uh, real quick. So when I was living in Arizona, I worked with a guy for four years who was as big a Michigan football fan as as there have been and that was right when it was like it looked like they were going to get good and then they kind of leveled off and didn't become elite 
And I, I remember the disappointment in some of the weeks with him. Michigan football fans are, are, are fun to be around, though. I will say that. You know, Michigan sports are fun, but you just can't have too high of expectations. Right. <laughs> yeah, <That's> exactly. <laughs> That's it. But that yeah. said, the reason I'm calling is because my son, Yoel, plays on Mendocino Cardinals soccer team. They've had a rough start. They're a young team. And they had a great success today at 0-0. Zero to zero Really? Was the final score. At, at home? At home. I wasn't even at the game. I was working. But it was so exciting to hear that they had zero goals against today. That, that's a good, a good accomplishment. It's a great accomplishment. They, uh, they've been working hard. My son works hard. And, uh, yeah, it was, I was so happy to hear that they had a 0-0 today. It was, it was such a joy, such a joy. So I, I figured I, I would share remember... that with you and share that with the community. I don't remember who it was. I played one year of soccer my senior, no, my sophomore year. I don't remember who we were playing, but I remember we played somebody that we shouldn't have been in the game with to like a one-one tie. And we, the, the feeling after that game was great because like we were not a great team, and and we managed to pull that off. It's a really good feeling in soccer when when you can do that, especially if you're undermanned or you know you're not expected to win. Playing teams to a tie is is a, is I think it's a great success in soccer in, in certain situations. Really yeah, I love is. it. Yeah, you know, yeah, they were playing Upper Lake today. Do you, uh, they uh-huh. lost to Upper Lake in the first competition by I don't know three to one, four to one, six to one. Yeah, something. yeah. They, but yeah, today was today was a huge success. So I figured I'd oh, share that it. and share that. Uh, I love your show, you guys. Thank you so much. I'm not a huge Thanks. sports fan these days, but. I listen to your show and love it. Thank Thanks, you. SA. Thank you. Thank you. Interesting stat about sports. I, I think, Jerry, you were getting at this, but I want to say it in a little different way. And SA is probably still still listening. The um, In basketball, if you're way better than a team, nothing matters as far as winning or losing. If, if, if they play the best game they ever could play and you play the worst game you ever could play, you're still going to win if you're that much better than a team. Where in soccer, sure. a really good team can tie a really bad team. That that's what I think you guys were talking about. Yeah, I think I still think the threshold exists where if you're X amount better than another team in soccer, you're going to win. I just think that the the threshold is yeah. much larger than we it got, is. We got like call. you have to be. Yeah, go ahead. Let's, let's, let's get go one on. more. We're going to run out of time. Hello, yeah. you're on the air. Oh, you guys know me. I like to arrive late to the party. <laughs> you got a full minute, Vince. Well, I just got to Boonville on the way to pick up my brother from the airport. Oh, so wow. I figured I'd chime in real quick. Great show tonight. Uh, I think that I'll go with this really quick. I got, I got a minute. You guys talked all about the NBA and their COVID protocols. And then SA calls in and, and talks about Go Blue College Football Michigan. And I, I think to myself, I watch college football every weekend, and they there's zero protocols. They're packing 80,000 people mm-hmm. to, into those stands. Really? Yeah. It, it's a crazy flip-flop of that kind of like, okay, you can't, you know, you got to be vaccinated to be in this arena or that arena. And then you, you go to college football or the NFL, and it's kind of like, well, whatever. 
everybody show up. <laughs> I, I, I didn't so realize. Huh. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. Baseball, too. Look at the playoffs right now. I mean, you know, Yankees-Red Sox playoff game the other day. There was 45,000, 50,000 people jam-packed into Fenway Park. Hmm. There was no vaccine mandate. It's just interesting to see how every sport takes it differently. And Adam Silver's always been a little bit ahead of the curve as far as kind of following, uh, you know, these type of things. So I think the NBA's right. uh, and the NCAA will see how they handle it. But I think basketball is always a little ahead of that. Uh, being mm-hmm. indoors, all the other sports, again, are outdoors, so maybe a little bit different because of that. We're, yeah. out, of, we're out of time, Vince. I'm glad you got a call in. I, w- I would have really been worried about you. Well, I was out of service. You know the 128. You know, the, the, funny part is, the funny part about you being out of service is this is the best you've sounded in the last six months because usually where you're calling for, there's lousy service. you got better service here than at your house, that's for sure. Uh, absolutely. I, I should drive the boon bill for the show every time. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks for the call. All right, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, We'll be back next week, October 15th. Thanks for everybody that called and listened today on the Sports Phone, and we'll talk to everybody next week. I, uh, Jerry, I got nothing else. It was another enjoyable time. Thank you, everyone, for the Sports Phone. Please donate to KZYX. Keep it going here. This has been a production of KZYX, Philo, 90.7 FM, KZYZ, Willits and Ukiah, 91.5 FM, and Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM, Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. You can check out our website at kzyx.org to find more content like this, and consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thanks for listening.